Hey, it's Tom Kratz, and we're starting off with a couple quick announcements here. The first announcement is that over the next few weeks, you're going to see a new podcast come out every week, but then we're going to hit a one-week, maybe a two-week lull and release of podcasts as both Nick and I, Nick's actually already over in Europe with his family, um, but at, uh, at some point, we're both going to be meeting up with our families over there, so I'll be gone as well, so we're going to take a little break from the podcast schedule, and then we'll be right back at, at it. We're actually already booking uh, a ton of guests for late August and into the fall, so the podcast is actually going to pick back up and how many we release, but you might see a little lull right at the beginning or the middle of August. So just to prepare you for that. The second thing is about this podcast. This is with Cody Price from Mobile Tire. We're super pumped he agreed to do this. And the reason that I want to just share something about him before we begin is that this podcast isn't just about real estate information. It's really called the Your Life, Your Term show so that we can talk about living life on your terms. And sometimes that involves discussing real estate and sometimes that involves business building and sometimes it involves all health and fitness and nutrition and everything. This is a story of a young guy in his 20s who saw an opportunity and dove right into it and decided to launch his own business. He came and did some work for me on my car. I was blown away with the guy, really good guy, humble guy. Um, I think you'll really enjoy his story. So it's just the journey of a young 20-year-old and we all get to see his viewpoint on the world and how he's looking at his life and his business. Really just kind of inspired by this guy, wanted to share his story. So hopefully you enjoy this podcast. It's a quick little interview with Cody Price. Um, he does a great job on it. And if you are listening to this and you want some real estate information for yourself, the best place to start where most people we work with start is one of our books. And you can get free digital copies of all our books. There's four of them now at rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash books. So that's rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash books. You can download free digital copies of those books. And everyone asks why we give away our books for free. And the idea is that maybe there's going to be some good information there for you. And maybe you'll like us from reading, from sharing that information and from reading that information that one day you'll come over to Rockstar Real Estate and we'll, we'll do business together. Perhaps that's the way the world works and that's what we're trying to do. Just offer good value and hopefully be of some help. With that, let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life your term show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, we are live with Cody. Cody, I don't even know your last name. Somehow you've gotten onto this podcast. I don't even know your last name. What is your last name? My last name is Price. Co oh my God, the most simple last name, and I didn't know the last name. Cody <laughs> Price. Uh, what background is the Price? British? Correct. Yeah, your, your dad's born in Canada? My dad's born in Canada, but his parents were from England. Yeah, got it. Your mom too? Uh, Finland. Oh, got it. Okay, got yeah. it. Um, okay, so the reason Cody's here, and we kind of maybe are putting him on the spot a little bit, but Cody came and did some work uh, for me a couple times now. I feel like you helped out me on uh, my car. You put on the, the tires on my car, I think, I feel like twice now. Um, you definitely sold me the most expensive tires I ever thought I'd buy in my life. And I'm not complaining. <laughs> I just had to buy them for this freaking car. So I have this X5 that's an E-Drive and it has these wide tires. I'm not even a car guy. And I needed to get winter tires for this car. And Cody quotes me out and tells me the price of these things. And uh, I almost have a heart attack, but I go with these tires anyway, because I know that's the cost of the tires. And you helped me out with my son's car. And uh, with that, can you just explain before we get into it, because I'm going to backtrack a little bit, what exactly is the business that you do? 
mobile tire services. So we come to you at your home or office and perform tire services for your vehicle anywhere you are. And the reason I was kind of enamored by this idea is I think just your story, your young guy, you're, you said you just said you're 24, 24. And, uh, I like people who are going out doing their own thing. You know, it kind of inspires me. Um, Nick and I quit our jobs to do this whole rockstar gig and seeing you at 24 out there hustling, getting customers, driving around in this van. Um, and the business model I think is great because someone like myself, I'm busy. I don't really want to go to a garage to swap up my tires. And when you pulled up, when I think you, I saw you in our neighborhood with your freaking huge van. That's at the time it said mobile tire on the side of it. I don't know if you have that van anymore. I do. I just got a new one. Oh, did you? Okay, cool. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And I think I saw you, it was dark outside and you and I guess another person are like, you have all the equipment in the back of this freaking van and you're like stripping tires off you're putting new tires on you're balancing them and the person's car is on a jack in their driveway and i'm like i'm just thinking this is brilliant so i love i immediately took note of your url and then when i needed to get this done i reached out to you through your website i think and booked the service and i was just kind of blown away and then my son drove over a, a nail recently and I'm like, okay, we're going to go to Canadian Tire or you know what? Maybe I'll just get Mobile Tire and you came back and fixed that. So the whole service is wonderful, but I want to back up. How did you get the idea? Like when you went to school, what, what is your schooling like? High school and then did you go to school afterwards? Yep. After high school, I went to Georgian College in Barrie and they have a program called Automotive Business. So they teach you all about the automotive sector from a business standpoint. And so the goal when you were going to school, was it always then to finish school and go into your own business? No, not always. It was after uh, some experience working for other companies that uh, motivated me to go off on my own and start something. Why did it motivate you? Because you hated what you were doing? (laughs) A little bit, yeah. I wanted to, uh, you know have more say and be in more control of the decisions that were being made and just uh, start with a fresh idea and try to build something. And so the idea to go into the automotive sector, that was of interest to you to begin with? Like you were just always into cars? Always loved cars since I was a little kid playing with cars and, you know, race cars, Hot Wheels and stuff. Yeah. So this mobile tires idea for a business, where did, how did that evolve? Like, how did you get the idea? And, and the reason I want you to explain this is I'm sure there are other people who are like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start a business. I want to do my own thing. So I'm interested just to see how that kind of came to fruition. So how did you get the idea? Did you see it somewhere else and think you could do it? Where, where did this whole thing start? Well, initially just on a, a beautiful spring, summer, uh, you know, spring weekend, I wanted to get my winter tires changed over to the summers and every tire shop I called in the GTA was booked for the whole weekend so they just said good luck and uh, then I thought there must be a solution for this so I did research and wanted to maybe create my own shop that could change tires as fast as a Formula One pit crew and uh, the overhead along with a brick and mortar facility is just uh, astronomical for uh, someone young starting their own business. So I did research and discovered a mobile concept. And from that, um, started to change tires for friends and family at, at their homes. And then uh, had to invest in the equipment to really take it to the next level. So when you were, okay, so I love this. When you were ch- doing it at people's homes for your friends and family, what did that look like? 
Because when, when Nick and I started helping investors, I think some people meet us now at Rockstar and like, oh my gosh, you guys have offices and there's like a boardroom and a training room. But when we started, it was like, don't come to us. We will meet you at like the Tim Hortons close to the properties. Or when we eventually got an office, the first one was the closet inside a brokerage because we couldn't afford a real office. So what was that setup like when you went to friends and family at, at, at first? Well, it started out of the, the back of my mother's Jeep Wrangler. So uh, I borrowed my mom's jeep and put all the uh, the tools that i accumulated from uh, canadian tire and just uh watched some youtube videos on how to do the do the tire changes and started oh dude so you weren't even doing tire changes before you started this whole thing not even at, sc- at school the program you were taking that was all in class that wasn't all in class, all theory for for the business side of it, but never hands on. Yeah, so I love it. So you, you're you're basically sacrificing friends and family cars. <laughs> you're using YouTube videos to guide you through this. So you do it with your mom's car, and then okay, how did you get the fun? Because the van I saw, like it's a beautiful van with the logo on the side. How do you transition from mom's car to thinking I have a business here? Maybe I'll get a. Van. Was that the move from mom's car to the van? Like how did that go? Correct. So it started out of uh, mom's car. Um, building a customer base from you know zero and getting enough clients on board asking for tire services to do the math and make sense of investing in a van and the tire machine and the wheel balancer and the generator and the compressor and everything all the tools you need um, so that's uh, after about a year and a half of doing it out of the my mother's tr- jeep i got all the truck stuff Okay, so you were um, living at home, I'd imagine, probably still living at home. You're a young guy. Living at home until yesterday. Oh, really? Literally yesterday. No way. Out. Yeah, God condo. What? No way. Congrats, yeah. man. That's Thank great. You. What part of town? Where are you living? Uh, it's in to- Etobicoke. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Parklawn awesome. Lakeshore. Oh, you're big time. You went big time. And it's probably more central for you to... Keith, do you know where Parklawn Lakeshore area is? This guy went big time. Mobile tire just went big time. I think a uh, whole reason to have you on here is to help you out and kind of see if we can promote the story. I didn't know you're already big time, dude. But uh, got a lot of clients in that area, so being centralized is a great help. Makes so. sense. Yeah. Okay. So um, the uh, I'm so amazed by that. I've totally lost track because you're, the, when I first met you, I asked where are your my tires going to be stored, and I don't know if it was just transitioning, and you were like, well. My dad's house is around the block from you. I'm actually storing the tires, or I used to store the tires in his basement, but then my dad said, get them out. And then you got you you moved on to some public storage solution or something like that, right? Is that correct? Yeah, originally um, stored them in my dad's garage, um, oh, garage for, okay. for most of my clients, and then it led into the house, and then that became unacceptable pretty fast. After I was building bridges, you had to walk underneath to get in the house of tires, so... Yeah. Cool. I, I, I love all of this. So, um, okay. So where did you get, when you went from the mom's car to, um, basically using your parents' house as a warehouse, which I love, um, to the van, how did you get the fun? Cause that van looks pricey and the equipment in there. Is that a, and, and again, I'm asking you questions. I don't know what you want to share and don't want to share. So just share what you're comfortable with, mm. but like, is that a, a loan you take or like, how do you get that van? So, uh, I drove Uber for two years and I did 3,000 trips. So uh, when I was not doing the other jobs I was doing um, to get the, the the funds to you know invest in all this stuff, I was driving Uber. And the amazing thing is you have the time freedom to do it. You know you can turn it on at midnight on a weekend and then drive for four hours, finish at 4 a.m. and then 
you, you can just go home. So that, that was very helpful being able to have the time freedom. And I, I accredit a lot of that to Uber because, uh, just being able to make my own schedule there and keep the cash flow coming in really helped it that, to, you know, get the funds. So you were driving all your drunk buddies home because of the midnight to 4am shift. I got to imagine on Uber, yeah. you're dealing with drunk people. Any, any, anyone throwing up in your car or anything? Oh yeah. A few, a few, uh, situations like that for sure. Unfortunately. And you're cleaning that up. Uh, yeah, you to, right? well, Who else is cleaning it up. Yeah. You, you take a picture of it and send it to Uber. They charge them and then they, you take it to a cleaning service or you <laughs> clean it yourself to save that money. Um, okay. Dude, I didn't even know that part about how you got made some money. So that's great. Like, I love that whole hustle of you doing that is that's how it's done. Totally. So you make some money from this and then that helps you get this van in the equipment and launches you into like, that's the next phase of the business I'd imagine. Correct. Mm hmm. Yep, exactly. Had to get uh, enough money in the bank to uh, put down the down payment for the lease on the van and the equipment uh, to make it all reality. So and then how do you because the biggest thing I talk, uh, you know, I, when I talk to new people who are getting to business for the first time or new entrepreneurs, I'm always asking them on how they got their first customer, how they get customers. Again, I don't want to reveal any secrets here of anything, but that is something that I found is never taught in business school. It's never really taught in business books. Like there's not a book on like how to get a customer. How did you, was it word of mouth for you after friends and family? How did you get the ball rolling to get enough business to turn this into like a viable business and not just out of your mom's car forever? Mm. Referrals, um, starting with friends and family and then uh, their friends would n find out about it because uh, I would, do the best job I could for friends and family. So it's just about doing the best job possible and not sacrificing quality for anything. And uh, from that, growing the referrals one by one. And that was how I started for sure. Good for you. And and I noticed when you showed up at my house, you had someone with you. Um, when did you, is that, when did you decide you're going to hire someone on? Because as a, as a business owner, entrepreneur, hiring people, I mean, when you find great people, you know, like Keith and some of the people we have here, it's amazing when you don't find great people, man, it's painful. Um, so how was that friends and family? Like, how did you find the first person to work with you? Uh, it was friends. Definitely a friend I met in college worked for uh, a competitor for a couple of years. So having that prior knowledge, he taught me a lot on how to grow my business. So that helped tremendously. Um, but I found out that I needed more people or some people on board to help me when I couldn't do enough in one day. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, good for you. Totally, totally impressed. And you know, I love the integrity you have in your business because I forget what you said to me. You were, I think you were going to, my son, on my son's car, which is Nick's, my brother's wife's old car that he drives. I think you were going to sell me two new tires or something. I forget why, but you were like, oh, I'm, I've already charged you to switch out the summers to the winters. I'm just going to give you them at cost or something. I forget the details. And I'm like, hey, Cody, I really appreciate that. And you're like, no, I, you're, you, you know, you're a good customer. I think that's what you said. That's the way I remember it. And, uh, and then afterwards, I think you called us and you, you then had a business moment or an entrepreneur moment. And you're like, oh, I don't really know if that's quite right. And you asked if it was okay to charge a certain amount for that. And I just thought this guy's a good guy. Like he was going to give it, give it to me for like basically free, just the cost of these new tires. 
But then he kind of sat back and thought, oh, this isn't right for my business because it wasn't astronomical at all. It was very fair what you were charging. And you had the guts and the courage. Those are not easy conversations to find, especially to do, especially at your age. Hmm. Um, so I, I was like, I was, I was pretty amazed you did that. So I was totally impressed when you did that. I probably didn't tell you that at the time, but I'm like, okay, this guy's a good kid. Um, 24 is maybe not a kid, but I'm an old guy. So to me, you're a kid. <laughs> um, so the next phase then is getting customers through referrals. And then what kind of area do you cover? Well, before I get to that, did you go to two vans next? Like what was the growth beyond the one van? Because now do you have two or do you have one? I forget. One right now. Retired the first one. And then now we're back at one. Okay. Um, it's just when you're running a mobile service and you have, you have to rely on a vehicle to, to run the business, you really need a reliable vehicle. And I learned that from the start. The last two years have been a bit of uh, difficult because, uh, you know, dealing with some vehicle issues that now I've I've overcome. But that was definitely one of the most difficult parts of starting this business. So you leased out a lemon, is what you're telling me? Correct. Yeah, got it. Okay, so you got off that. You got off that one. You got the new one going. Um, after the, was there any difficulty in getting? Was that the major source of funding you needed? I guess to get the van. The van's definitely the most expensive. Yeah, part. got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then after the first customer, what was? do you have a worst customer that you, story that you can share? Is there a worst customer? You're smiling, so there's something you can share. Is there a worst customer story that you want to share? You pick. Sure. Um, it's. I mean... You can keep it generic. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, dealing with people is always fun. And... Um, it was a, a not specific situation, but just uh, trying to manage schedules and manage expectations is always difficult. So um, if we're running behind, we try to reach out to the client and let them know, you know, we're going to be a bit late. Is that okay with your schedule? If not, we could reschedule. Um, in this case, I was given a phone number that was not the one I was meant to call. And so when I tried to reach out, didn't make contact and... And then we show up late and the customer customer was not happy. So, um, Not happy. You're being very polite. So they just chewed you out on the side of the street, didn't they? And in front of the world on Google. So that's a... Oh, no way. Really? They went like live on some social media platform? Or not something? live on. So not not like that. Oh, but, but they, they posted something afterwards? So I... Dude, you're real now. You're surviving the real world. This is great. We try to focus on our Google reviews um, and ask all our clients for a review so people can get an idea of what kind of service we offer. And uh, that was the, the one that is is not... They just the messed you up on Google, eh? Messed but, up the streak, that's all. Yeah, but you know what? I think, and, and we've had our own clients tell us this, when someone messes you up on Google and gives you some kind of nasty review, I think that almost makes you legitimate because you need some of that. Otherwise, it doesn't look like you're real. And uh, you know, on those Google reviews, you can reply. Mm. So you can kind of post back your side of the story and that kind of thing. As of well. course. And it's very important to reply to all reviews and especially the, the bad one um, so that you can handle the situation well. Yeah. Wow. That's very, yeah, very advanced of you. 24 year old, you're, gro you're growing up with this stuff. So I don't even have to explain that stuff to you. You got this stuff all figured out. Um, okay. And then uh, worst customer, do you have like a, a strange customer story that you can share with us? Something, uh, I don't even know what would come to mind, but anything kind of crazy. You've dealt with some celebrities and stuff, I feel like too, but you m might not want to share their names, but do you have any strange stuff? Uh, n not necessarily strange, but uh, not, I mean, some people might think strange because, um, I've had some clients buy maybe four sets of tires for their one vehicle in the span of two months. 
um, just simply because they didn't like the feel of them or they, they didn't like the look of them or no way. They just so these are for like, nice, these are for nice, super nice sports cars or something. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I don't think I've ever driven a car and thought I didn't like the feel of the tires that I was getting for that car. Um, so are these like Ferrari type cars? Lam- have you, have you switched out tires on Ferraris, Lamborghinis, any of that kind of stuff? Yep. It's, it's really all the same, but for those types of vehicles, like Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Aston Martins, McLarens. Um, you switch out the tire on McLarens? Correct, yeah. Nice. Dude, that's like a $250,000 car. More. More, yeah. More. yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. But it's all the same. It's just those vehicles have low-profile tires, so it's more, it's more difficult to remove them and install yeah. them without Are damaging the Are you freaking out if you damage the rim on something like that? At the start, yeah. Holy smokes. Any Bugattis yet? Not yet. Not yet. Because Bugatti is going to be like, you could do some Bugattis over a million dollars. The rim is going to be more than maybe the condo that you just are <laughs> moving into. Good for you, man. Okay. Um, and then uh, what about now? Like, how are you looking at the business now? Like, what are some of the challenges that you're facing? Are, are you... Uh, are you managing cash flow okay as, a, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, right? You have people you have to pay, mm-hmm. right? You're, are you stocking? You're probably not stocking inventory, so that's kind of good. You buy and then sell, you buy it kind of mm-hmm. on demand. Mm-hmm. But um, are there any challenges that you're going through that you're just kind of navigating through right now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the start, um, it was easy to run a lean business because it was, it was me alone and uh, the truck and the equipment, and that was it. So uh, keeping the expenses down is nice. Um, But the most difficult part now is managing people and finding the right people for the job. And uh, that is just going to be a continuous struggle that will eventually get a little bit easier. Yeah, totally. And and yeah, that's normal. So you should know that. I'm sure you have other people telling you that as well. That's completely normal, right? It's you're just going to have to keep working until you find the people that work well with you. There's no secret to that. And we've tried every different strategy for filtering out people or getting to people's real motives when they start working with you and that kind of stuff. It's difficult. So don't feel like that's your, you know, you're not the only person going through that kind of stuff, right? That's totally normal. Um, Okay. And then now that you're kind of running, so how long have you been in business now? You're 24. So I feel like it's since 2013. Oh, so you started in 2013. Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, so you started this business back in six, we're talking six years, when you were 18. So you started this just at the end of high school? Correct. Yeah. Okay, got it. I didn't know that. So you started the business and then you were going to, how long were you going to school after high school? Uh, I did two years in college. Okay, so, so right through college, you right were running college. this whole thing. Yeah. And then after college, you went to work for someone else, mm-hmm. but you were still running this on the side as kind of like a side hustle. Exactly. Yeah, good for you. Very cool. Most people don't do that. What got into you to start it at 18? My dad's an entrepreneur uh, in a a different field. Okay. Um, That watching him growing up, you know, working those endless hours and just all the sacrifice motivated me, I I feel. Yeah, cool. Because as a business owner, the way you are, your business never leaves your mind. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be out even with friends and stuff, and there's going to be still stuff that's going through your head. So it's hard to check out. And you've been doing that since you were... 18. So kudos to you, man. Really, that, that's really cool. So what about where do you see it now? So now you're operational. Um, you're big time because you live Parklawn, Lakeshore area. Um, your customers around there. Are you doing business right around the GTA? Like what's your geographical area that you cover for mobile tire? Uh, the core would be, I'd say, Oakville, Mississauga, Toronto. 
and I service more west as well. So Burlington, Hamilton, I go Milton, Woodbridge, Vaughn, um, Scarborough. Uh, we are expanding out east a, l- a little bit more. So, you know, Ajax, Oshawa, Pickering, we get calls from. Um, but mostly, you know, the central GTA area. And then as far as seasons of booking, I guess you're, you're probably finding it challenging to handle the rush because now that your name's getting out there a little bit, you must be having a lot of people wanting to book, you know, summers to winters all at the same time. No, exactly. Yeah. It's a very seasonal business. So, uh, at at least with the season, uh, summer to winter tire changeovers, vice versa, uh, we get a surge all in, you know, October, November, December. Uh, And when the snow is about to to hit, everyone calls at the same time. So it's, uh, really all year we're preparing for that three months of craziness. And, um, I forget your question. No, so, but if people want to book, so I'm just thinking selfishly for myself right now, probably shouldn't even say this publicly on the podcast, but if I want to book your service, I guess now we're in the middle of summer. So people, you get a rush probably end of October, right? So you can, do you, you start accepting bookings just at any time? Like if I go online now and I book it, you'll pencil me in for that date now? Absolutely. We encourage booking, you know, in advance. Yeah, so you it. secure your time slot so that when the snow is on its way, you're not upset if we have a bit of a waiting time. Yeah, got it. Okay. And then it's an interesting business because you're storing my tires. So you almost always lock in repeat business. Like either you're not going to get my business either if I, if I sell my car and just need a different car and use all seasons or whatever. Maybe I'm not, I'm only going to call you then when I have a flat or something like that. Um, but in general, you have the product. So your the storage of the tires almost enforces repeat business for you. So you're just, are you storing, are you seeing that kind of repeat business on whoever you store tires for just as almost always a repeat customer? It certainly helps with retention, customer retention, uh, storing the tires for our clients. You know, it really helps us stay connected with our clients. And, you know, we follow up throughout the year and let them know if maybe they need new tires for the upcoming season. We can get get them prices on a new set. Or Got it, because when you're storing the tires, you're looking at how much tread and stuff is left on it. How much it's tread. A beautiful little business. That's great. The condition of the rims, if they, they might need refinishing, if they have any curb damage from you know sliding up against the curb, we can get those refinished and make them look brand new again. Or if people only have tires and no rims, like yourself, we do your off-rim change and use the same rims for both seasons. Um, we could quote them on a new set of rims so you can get us two sets of rims for your summers and your winters and then it costs less to have them changed over every season got it okay and what i initially liked about you is that i didn't have to do that because the guy it's my friend who i leased this x5 from and i was just cursing at him when he told me because i wanted the electric x5 because i wanted the green plates so i could drive on the hov lane and when he leased this to me, he's like, Tom, you know, those are summers. You're going to have to get winters. And I'm like, dude, Chris, I'm going to have to get like winter rims now. And he's like, yeah, you got to get winter rims. But then when I saw your service, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to save me thousands of dollars because you'll just pull up and I can use the same rims, which look better to me having the same rims and just put winters on them. But I see, uh, yeah, you have all these different options. Um, and then what about your like website development? Like, it looks like you have a really nicely done website and stuff. Did you do all that stuff? you like, that's an important thing. Did you do that stuff yourself? Teach yourself that kind of stuff? Initially I, I did. I built the website myself, but, um, I wanted to improve on SEO. 
search engine optimization. So I hired a company that specializes in doing that and we kind of collaborated to make this one a reality. Yeah, cool. Okay. And then um, other than on your website, do you do any social media stuff, any Instagram stuff or any, I feel like when you're changing out tires on McLarens and Ferraris, man, you should be posting that stuff out. I don't know if the the owners might not want that though. Yeah, we ask. Okay, so you do do For permission, yeah. You didn't ask if you want to take any pictures of my car. I'm too low on the totem pole, eh? You didn't want to... <laughs> Not at all. I, I mean, no, 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 dude. You didn't ask. <laughs> I, I, you didn't ask any picture of the X5 when he's changing out the X5 tire. X5 tires. He's like, I've seen these X5s every day, man. This is like boring stuff for me. If you're not a McLaren, get out of here. Especially me now because I live at Lakeshore and Parklawn. So you know, that's the way I roll. Um, okay. What about uh, what about your plans? Like, how are you looking forward now? What's the? Do you have like a growth plan? Again, I don't want you to reveal any of your secrets or anything. Um, you're a young business, but like, what are, what are you what are you looking to do next? Is it to add another van and you mentioned people map out what you see yeah one step at a time so yes add another van uh, to the fleet and then um, it's well looking for the people that are going to operate that van is step one so we don't want to have you know all these uh, trucks and no one to run the truck and uh, it's a balance so that's yeah the next step is to find the people that are going to run the next trucks and where um, your van, the, the truck I saw was pretty big. Are you keeping that in just your regular parking at uh, at home now? No, uh, not enough space for yeah, that. Yeah, okay. So uh, there, we park our trucks at the storage facility that we also store your tires at. Got it. Got so it. okay, it's all at one one location, centralized. Um, actually, Mississauga, so we we have easy access to all the areas and uh, that we service. And uh, yeah, it's nice to be able to park uh, trucks all at one location. Awesome. And then what would you, you, you know, you're 24. Some of your friends are probably just finishing university, starting to get into the work world. You've been working now for a few years. What, to, to anyone listening to this, you know, same age as yourself or maybe back when you were 18, uh, who's scared or wants to kind of get into um, business, what would, any any thinking that you could give them or any advice that you could give them if they're thinking about trying out a business on their own? Uh, yeah. You have nothing to lose. Like I, I, I mean, in, the younger you start, the less you have to lose. I feel so. That's that was my mentality going into it. You know, if if this failed, I would still be living at home and uh, you know back at square one. So it's, um, I just think uh, life is too short to to not just go for it. Yeah, cool. And what about your parents? How are they? Um, if your dad's an entrepreneur, you mentioned. Um, in a different field, but still, I mean, what, what does he think about all this or, and both your parents, what do they think? Yeah. Uh, my dad's very supportive of the whole thing. He, you know, he's always, even bump- when the tires were in the house, even when the tires were in the house, he wasn't happy about that, but, uh, he, he, he bounces lots of ideas off me and I get to, you know, talk to him about business decisions as one of my advisors. Um, uh, my mom, kind of wants me to get a, like a, a job, you yeah, know, an normal, official job. Normal. Yeah. Can't blame her. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, cool, but you've not listened to your mom and you've done your own thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cody, what's the, um, so it's, is it mobiletire.ca? Mobiletire.ca. That's the best way to get a hold of you to book the service. And what services do you, can you just list them off? Because I was just thinking of you of as a change tire service. And then when we got the flat, I'm like, hey, I'm just going to call Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you list off all the different services that you offer? Yep. All mobile. So we come to you and do the services on site. Uh, Tire sales, rim sales, seasonal tire changes, uh, tire storage, tire repair, Got it. rim refinishing. 
What's rim refinishing? If you scratch up your rim against the curb or something? Yeah, if you damage your rim and you want it to look new again, we can get that done. And then I also imagine people book you if they're at work, maybe even. Like, can you can you switch out tires? Like, if I was in this office parking lot here, I guess you just need enough space to run the jacks to the side of the car. Absolutely. You, you do do that? Yep, we just need a parking spot, and uh, we need your car key. And then you don't even have to come outside. You know, you can be working and, you know, making money. And we are doing your tire services while you're at work. Yeah, awesome. Dude, I'm totally impressed by you, man. Good for you. Really uh, pumped. I'm hoping you get a, a new client, customer or two off of this. MobileTire.ca. You know, our whole, I didn't really tell you this, but we started this business and our whole motto is like to live life on your terms. And we help people with investment properties as their plan B or something that may help them live life on their terms. And I feel that you're someone who is living life on their terms at the ripe old age of 24. So we are just big fans of you. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for coming on here. You didn't know what you were walking into. So I really appreciate you sitting down like this and sharing this story, man. Totally. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Cody. Thank you for having me, Tom. Hey, everyone. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, Cody can be found on Instagram at at mobile tire. So that's at mobile tire. And I believe just mobile tire.ca is his URL. Um, let me just check that. I should have totally had that prepared while I was preparing for this mobile tire.ca is the URL. So if you want to go to his website, mobile tire.ca, I haven't even booked my own fall service yet. So please don't book yours until I book mine. There's no way for you to actually know how that would happen. So uh, anyway, it's mobile tire.ca. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the reviews that we're getting on iTunes. We really appreciate that. If you think we're delivering some value or offering you something and have earned uh, a good rating, please feel free to share that. It really means a lot to us and your comments mean a lot to us as well. It really guides us in how we're doing this. The feedback is really kind of like fuel to doing all this stuff. So thank you for everything that's been coming in. We really appreciate it. Hopefully you're enjoying your summer. And until next time, your life, your terms.